Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. Welcome back. Long time no see, honey. I know. <laughs> Even though we spent like the last hour and a half catching up <laughs> behind <laughs> the scenes. Literally. But it's been good. How have you been? Good. You good? know, working my soul away. Like yes. you say, like I just work. You're a workaholic, but you're really good at it. So, I mean, it's it all it all pays oh, out in the end. You. You're not even out here like looking distressed or anything. Like I know all the shit that's like coming at you, but you still managed to come here looking fine as ever. Thank you. Just a moment of silence for Tish and her fineness, please. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Well, over here looking like a sack I know. Of oh, my God. I have to tell you about this conversation today, though. Okay. Talk to me. So, Daniel, my manager, <laughs> he, so we were talking about commuting. Something about commuting. Right. Fun fact. I commute from Ajax into the city. On the go bus so, every day. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and um, Daniel, he was like, oh, yeah, like, you come all put together and shit. Like, all the time. Yeah. Bro. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you don't want me to come here looking busted, do you? Especially, like, with some of our clients in these surprise meetings, like, I can't. Like, not in this industry. Not in this industry. <laughs> like, I already have been caught looking busted yeah. going to a client yeah. meeting because I thought I was going to sit at my desk all day. Plus, it's downtown, so like and you have downtown. that like extra feel. Like I don't know what like whoever's listening from wherever we live in Toronto, and it's just a thing when you're coming from far to come into Toronto, specifically downtown Toronto. My meaning like there's actively a lot of people on the streets at all oh, points yeah. in time, and people for majority of the part look good. All the. And especially, like, if you pass by financial <laughs> district, you're just like, oh, Forget these people it. have their shit together. Everybody is in top form. Specifically the Pulled men together. And, like, suits and shit. Uh, you know I, I mean? live for that. That's just me. But, honey, so today we are, you know, it's going to be a fun show. We have some interesting topics. We do have some, some interesting talk. hot topics. Hot topics. We're going to talk about James Charles and that mess. Because <laughs> that, that was fun. That was cute for what it was, even though that nobody really cares about it anymore. But... We're going to talk about it because we obviously haven't done this in a little bit, you know. And this is us segueing back <laughs> into something that's important Of course. And, like, using it to talk about other things that are important, not just necessarily the drama, but what it means to be a friend, what loyalty is. Are you a loyal person? Do you value people enough to, like, not try to backstab them and shit? And then on top of that, when business is involved, how do we, you know. Which how I do think adds, like, a whole other layer. A whole other layer to that shit. A friendship. Of so. course. And then, obviously, we're going to talk about IG and them removing likes and what that's done That'll to be, be the entire equilibrium. And then we're also going to we're gonna talk about two powerful women, two black women, brown skin women, amazing women that have just, like, shook my entire being to the core <laughs> rihanna and beyonce specifically and just how they have transcended anything and everything that they are as artists and just continue to be boss ass bitches out here and i love it oh yeah you ready yes let's do it all righty let's get into so it. let's get into it our first topic james charles versus tati westbrook let's talk West about it there we go. <laughs> I can spell. I just, can speak English. You know, English. just Tati, because, you, you know, know, she's out here in the world just, just like, you know. I, this just really surprised me because she was probably one of the first YouTubers that I really watched. I so, her. I don't know why. Um, like, like, I never watched her. Like, I admired from afar, mm -hmm. but, like, I was never, like, I've got to be subscribed to this person. Mm -hmm. But. 
go back. I, to be quite honest with you, I didn't really like her for her personality. I mm. thought she was a kind of a bland personality. Right, right. I more watched her because I thought her videos were very informal. Right. Uh, sorry, not informal, insightful. Got you. Okay. And literally got to the point, I was mm-hmm. here to watch a one brand makeup tutorial, or I was here <laughs> to watch, like, a certain... Which, like, most people or don't do those kind of videos now. They like, don't. And like she's always been, like, very straight to the point. Like, not chatty. Not very, like, personal. Which right. is fine. Like, if that's where she where wants her at, channel to yeah. go, then by all means. Um, but that's pretty much what enticed me to her. Was that she was one of the first YouTubers that I found that wasn't like, let's do a chit-chat, get ready with me. Yeah, like, no. it was, like, a straight-up <laughs> makeup tutorial. Like, God, you're like, here. I'm fucking in my 40s. We're not going to do yeah, this. Yeah, she's like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, I even remember she used to have a lot of questions because she was engaged for years. years. And she, I'm not going to lie, she has a huge ring. And, like, you can't miss it in any of her tutorials. And she used to get a lot of questions asking (laughs) when she's getting married, what's the whole situation, why isn't she married, like, all these questions about her personal life. And she did a really great job about blocking that off for years. And she would literally only address it if she decided once in a blue moon to do a Q&A or whatever. Right. And, like, she never showed her partner on her. Like, yeah, she she was very private. Yeah, like, I feel like in the last, I want to say maybe, like, three or four years, she has showed him more or like even like not as much but like you've seen him like yeah i can like see him like before i felt like you didn't really or maybe i'm off base i don't know mm-hmm. i didn't used to watch tati so i i don't know but she's definitely private compared to other youtubers or like influencers and shit like that oh yeah for sure and like that's what like drew me into her anywho i didn't really want to believe her relationship with James Charles just because like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie like he's an immature little child and, and he's you, like 20 he's he's like 15 no I'm just kidding no well like mentally he's probably 15 because <laughs> like men do not develop like their whole everything is just yeah. late you know what I mean yeah. like everything about them is late yeah you know what I mean? And so it doesn't matter if they're gay, straight, anything. Like, men, that's just where their brain is. Whatever their age is, minus that by, like, five or seven. That's mm-hmm. what I always say. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So, anyway, um, he ended up supporting uh, Sugar Bear Hair, Sugar I believe. Bear is vitamins. Yeah. Yes. So, well, not the hair vitamin, but the, the company. This, this new product or something that they were launching. Yeah. And he basically did it because they supported. They uh, gave him um, security. Yes. Was it was it security or VIP pass? Some shit like that. Something along I the think, terms of I like. Th- well, because he was playing the whole angle of his safety was in danger. Right. So <laughs> I want to go security. Anyway, they gave him something during Coachella. He thinks it's his safety that of was course. involved. Of course. And that's why he took it. But speaking of Coachella, a lot of people got herpes. Just wanted to <laughs> talk about that. But, you know, continue. <laughs> Is that why you were so sad you didn't go, Nia? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um. So basically, he ended up endorsing this company product, whatever it is. Right. And Tati has, I believe it's Halo. Halo Beauty, yes. Halo Beauty, and that's her vitamin line. And she, so a little quick story on the Halo Beauty thing. So Tati obviously is a beauty YouTuber. When she launched Halo Beauty, everybody and their mom was like, fuck this. Like, how dare you think you can come into this industry and market these, like, 
hair vitamin things you know what i mean like everybody was like this is a hoax this is a joke like who do you think you are yada 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 well i think it's when you like face yourself as an influencer right people don't believe that well not even that just like a beauty influencer doing makeup you know what i mean like where do you go from oh we're doing we're like i do beauty 90 percent of the time and then i'm gonna create vitamins but like that whole thing and like this was this was a part of her i guess getting in her feelings a little bit was because she when she created halo beauty nobody believed in her and i guess at the time james charles was one of those people in the early stages who i guess believed in her and so going on to even just further into the drama i think that's also another deciding factor as to why she probably ended up feeling the way that she did i think but also i don't even think it's that i think for her it's because there's a lot of back end that a lot of people don't get to see. And right. I think what happened to her is that she, cause she's been it in it for a hot sack. And I think because she groomed and she formed this relationship with James Charles that in the end she ultimately got hurt. Cause like, it's not even that she really wanted a partner. Cause like, to be honest, like she could have paid him to endorse the product. Right. Like and that's this could have happened. You know what I mean? Like, so with this whole thing, you know, she went on this kind of long ass rant. Not even it was rant. a lot of back and forth. You a lot probably of forth, saw yeah. all over the internet. Like she made a video. Minutes. He made a video. Yeah, she yeah, made yeah. a video. Yeah. Then literally every single gossip channel on YouTube made a video. I even saw it on Entertainment Tonight. That's there how big of a situation there. it was. And I think it was even worse because they actually had live counts of like their subscriber yes. and follower counts. That's what and like the fluctuation is amazing. Social blade, but that was a that was a huge thing. (laughs) Um, and then also because now influencers are now getting onto the side of their borderline celebrities. Like well, yeah. James Charles like just went to the Met Gala. Yeah, like he has sixty million subscribers. Exactly. Like that's more than most peop- most countries even have in terms of like a population. Like exactly. Where do you even get off? But exactly. In regards to that whole situation, you know, I feel as if she is valid to feel the way that she feels in terms of like feeling betrayed or whatever by him. Was it a bit of a snake move? Of course, but I didn't think it was anything for her to be like necessarily crying over. Because you don't need multiple different chances for people to show you who they are. Like, James Charles has has showed himself on numerous occasions being not a really good person. So I feel like when it comes to, you know, you feeling upset that he promoted another vitamin company over yours... But the guy has done other questionable things in the past. And I get he's your friend, so you But I say. feel like this was just kind of the last straw for her. And I right. think this is what made it personal. Because it's one thing if you have a friend. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we all have that one friend that's like, they do a little bit of questionable yeah. things. But it's like, you're my friend. I love you anyway. But then when it comes <laughs> to you and it's attacked towards you. Right. And you're now the one who's affected. It's a totally different ballgame. And people look at it differently, right? And I think that's why so many people, like, really coincided with what Tati was saying was because they saw these qualities in him. And nobody was really out there on the internet actually saying these things. Right. Nobody had spoken about it until she decided to come out with it. But that's also a thing that I was a little bit weirded out about is because everybody started spilling the tea and like celebrities started unfollowing him and shit and it's like all these he ended up losing three million subscribers like in the wake of it all and i'm just like i mean you guys all knew what this guy was about though including you tati and it's completely okay and it's completely understandable for you to feel pissed and like go on and say what you need to say 
But even him apparently coming back with the receipts and saying that, oh, he... That I didn't you know, get because, like, the moment this video dropped, he was late for an appearance, and I think in Australia. In Australia, Because he yes. was busy making his little crying apology video. Allegedly. We don't know if that was the, th- the situation. People did say that, but we don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, it's on multiple news stories, so I feel... But, like, who, who knows? Who knows okay, exactly? Anyway, you know what I mean? Allegedly. <laughs> My bad. Allegedly. Um, and then he comes back with receipts because then he gets Jeffree Star involved yep. and it just becomes a whole thing. And I'm like, yep. honestly, like, just leave it at your apology. Move on like adults. But this is the whole mindset of a 15 year old. Like, what? what's <laughs> with the drama? Like this, like, this is the thing that just made what Tati was saying even more clear. Like, instead of shutting it down, like, just honestly, just get over it. Like, right. just say this happened. I don't, like, she may have her opinion. I have my opinion of what happened. This is my side of the story. But I just want to put this out there. Like, see, I feel like this is why sometimes, like, I just wonder where their PR people are at. Like, just move on. Like, just explain your side of the story. Of course, you at least owe that to your followers, I think. And just, like, move on. Just be like, this is not what I want this channel to be about, you know. And who are we specifically referring to? Are we specifically referring to Tati or are we referring to James? Because they both said their piece, you know what I mean? I know. James ended up having the last word. But that's the thing that, like, freaks me out. I agree for both. I think both of them should have – I mean, I understand where she's coming from. I have been in that moment where people are trying to, like, apologize to me, and I'm just at the point where I'm just – I'm not here to hear it. Like, I'm not – I don't want to hear what you have to say. You're over it. I'm over it. Like, you said – Yeah, your actions have done more than your words. Exactly. You've shown me where we stand and what you – you know, your point across Mm – I'm done with this situation. Yeah. I have been there. I completely, like, get where... And especially because Tati is being called out by several other parties in the situation. Right. I get where she's coming from and where she wanted to put this out on the internet right. for, like, the whole situation. I think she wanted it just to be shut down, but, of course, it's the internet. Things blow up. She even said, like, I didn't even think this was ever going to be, like, a thing. Like, she didn't... I guess she didn't understand the severity of her of what she was saying because I feel as if she said a lot of things. She, she did said call a lot him of a predator she, too. So yeah. that also like added a lot more that's onto it. You know? And that's something that people didn't know about the guy either. Yeah. So I feel as if her feeling hurt, you know, the, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, like you're my, you're supposed to be my friend and you can't even and then especially my like, And then not just that, like her sharing the whole, whatever happened, at her birthday party and she had to yeah. apologize to her family and her friends like that was like oh my god like something's wrong like how did you not know something was wrong there like you right. know what i mean like if you're in that position and you feel that way i don't know that's just me but i do just want to allude to i think the thing that i didn't really understand is why like james charles made that instant reaction video where he was crying he apologized that little eight minute video whatever Which it was, was like weirdly just like it was just, yeah, and it just seemed I didn't like know very, what the, all that was, yeah, you know it, what I mean? it was very, very Laura Lee-ish, yeah, you know, very, like very, I don't get it, and then he comes back with receipts, like, <laughs> I'm his sorry, pain, his makeup's done, like, everything is pish posh, he's got the nails, like, like, either he should have done that straight from the get-go, like, gave it a, a day or two, and bad. then come back with your point, he felt bad. Yeah, but, like, that's not how you do it. Right. And, like, I think definitely, like, the friendship is over. Like, the way – even him coming back with receipts, 
Like, like that's a little like, immature. N- not even immature, but okay. Say, for example, like, we have a falling out. And, like, you decide to go public with it. And then I decide to go public with it as well. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, a an apology or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you choose, again, to go publicly about it and then talk about it. Because that's what Tati did. She spoke. Of, she did a video. James did his little, you know, weird crocodile tear video. <laughs> and then she did another video saying why I did it and saying, oh, I didn't expect it to turn out to this, blah, blah, blah. And then he went and did a video where he's exposing Tati, Jeffrey, and a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. In my own eyes, I think you, in, in a James to Charles perspective, he knows the friendship's over. Yeah. As well, Tati also said in that why I did it video, the second one, you know, we're not, gonna, we're not friends anymore. Like, yeah. she's definitively said it like, we this friendship can't be saved mm-hmm. like this is not anything i'm choosing to entertain any longer i wish him well yada yada and you know when you're getting that that you're getting that like final send off you mm-hmm. know like i wish them well take care that type of lingo yeah where you're like okay yeah this person's really telling me to fuck off now him doing that like you said very immature i feel like you didn't need to have the last word i no. feel like you didn't need to say that because at the end of the day if Tati is your real friend. Yeah. You don't go and have this whole thing of yep. receipts. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, what you do say is, And like, also, like, it just makes him look defensive. Right. And then what you do say to that is, look, I have a lot of receipts about this situation, but you know what? I am realized that I fucked up and I made a mistake, but I'm, I, I, and I can recognize that that mistake was on my own. We both did shitty things. But I'm looking to move forward but this or move is, on. But this is the thing. That's what Jeffree Star did. Whether he had and those. how is he even like involved? Le- okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Before we get there. Whether he had receipts or not, he went off, popped off on Snapchat. Which he always does. Always does. he tries does. to act like he's so above the drama. Then, whatever. Exactly. And then the next video, he comes out and he says, um, I don't want to put this out there. Like, you know, it's personal business. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I get, like, people react on social media so quick. I will never, do ever, like, Like, understand it. Like, you're physically typing something. Like, just stop. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it is what it is. He had the restraint to stop himself. Whether he had the receipts or not, right? I feel like that's just how it should be. Like he said, just start the video saying, hey, you know what? I fucked up. And hey, you know what? There are things that go on between Tati and I that I just don't. Like, it would have... It would have made him look like the bigger person, 100%. and I would have respected him more 100%. for that situation. What, like, whether I need to know or not, like, I don't need to know. Exactly, everything so has been said, me, but like, it it just would have made him look like less petty Betty. Exactly, you know what I mean. And then on top of when he comes looking like all like done up, like ready to like kill a bitch, ready like, <laughs> like calm makeup yourself. was on, like he was ready to read, and it's like yeah. you know what, like if that's supposed to be your true friend then you're telling me right then and there that whatever y'all had wasn't anything yeah. to keep sacred. Because you know she what I mean? She literally said, big fuck you, and he said, fuck you back. Exactly. It's literally what happened. Which I get that energy, but you know yeah. what it's like when you have a friendship with someone, and it's like, you realize that y'all both fucked up, and that one of you guys has to be the bigger person. Yeah. And clearly, Tati felt more hurt about the situation than James did. Like, it was very evident that she felt very I, hurt. So why don't you say, yo, like... That's the thing. I Just apologize. apologize. Just like, apologize. And, like, genuinely. And yeah. say, like, yo, I realize I fucked up. You also messed up by calling me a predator and saying all this shit and blah, blah, blah. But I get where you're coming from because you are coming from a place of anger. 
because you were mad about something specific that yeah. it just trickled onto everything else. But it also comes down to his immaturity. Like, he doesn't see Right, that. he's like 20. So, like, yeah. in his brain, he's thinking, like, this bitch is going to cross me and, you know, what's it called, damage my career because, mind you, when that whole situation happened, the guy lost over 3 million followers. Mm-hmm. He's gained them back now since then, but he's lost a lot. And for him, in his brain, everything that he knows is equated to his YouTube success and money and all that type of mm-hmm. shit. So he he's thinking on a different, like, brain wave of, like, she fucked me over at this specific moment, so I'm going to react to this moment. But not thinking about... Tati was the reason why my Morphe deal is as big as it is. Or Tati's the reason why I even had an opportunity to be in the room with so-and-so to get to where I am currently right now. You're mm-hmm. not thinking about all the past shit. And, like, don't get me wrong. I've made, I've made similar mistakes with people who are older than me, too, where I, I haven't thought about the past. And I've only reacted to the situation that's currently happening. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, oh, shit, I fucked up and I should have. I should have thought about the past before I chose to bring whatever energy I had to this current situation. Mm-hmm. You don't always think that way, but like in his brain, I just really hope that he learned from this. And then on top of that, when it comes to friendship and business and all that type of shit, if you're going to support your friend, support your friend, but then also recognize and understand the fact that at the end of the day, you, this is a friendship. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this is a friendship. Whether I promoted your products or not, it's not part of our fucking friendship, friendship for me to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not. It's like, you I. Your feelings I know. About it, like, like, I get it. I get it. But, like, also, like, I don't think that it needs to be that dramatic. It didn't. And, like, I remember when this story first came out. I literally saw the video and I was like, is this a fucking joke? <laughs> well, not like, even that. I thought. Is this is a Tati fucking really out here crying? I know. Over I know. James? That's the thing. She was crying, like, full on. On her own crying. personal social media. I was media? like excuse me like you're like, a 40 year old woman like get well, not even together that. I, was like, I really was i really was like when the news broke i was like wait a minute this can't this isn't news <laughs> Tati, Tati ain't crying over james charles really oh, she crying over james charles honey like, and then the whole thing came about and i was this can't be what is happening but i'm here for all the tea a weekend of tea. I think that I'm just here because, like, I I just honestly don't really care for James Charles. I know. <laughs> I think he's talented, but I could really do without his personality. I mean, yeah, the personality, the attitude, the weird, yeah. like, I'm not humble. Like, yeah. It's just that all, all that. to me is just kind of, like, it turns me off. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like, even with Jacqueline Hill, like, I think there's some sort of, some sort of humble in her that kind of draws me back. That's what people say. I don't see it. But, so so know. people say, but like I, and the fact that she's not as extra is, or I don't, I don't really know. I, th- I don't really know. Anyway, she's older a little bit and she's also a woman. So I feel like when it comes to humbling yourself as a woman, you have to do it a lot more often than a man. I feel like men don't, aren't always being told to humble themselves. You know yeah. what I mean? Like women yeah. are constantly being told you need to Oh, be, she's constantly you know told I mean? on like a daily basis, like. You need to bring yourself exactly. Down. Where men, um, especially like a James Charles, for example, his fan base is of like twelve and thirteen year olds. See, like that's they're not thing. telling him to calm that's down. That's the thing. They you act just, that way. Yeah. So it's 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 a whole mess. The whole thing is crazy. But when it comes down to it, business and friendship and all that type of shit, value your friendships, especially the ones, the people who have been with you from the beginning. And be don't grateful. And like be recognize grateful. what and you have. You know, if like, you don't want to support it, don't support it. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> if you don't want to support it, don't support it. But like, you can still support your friend at the end of the day. Like, separate the entities. Right. Like, 
And there was receipts of him doing it, but I also just feel like, you know, it's something you should have known. You know, you don't, I get, oh, security, oh, Coachella, ah, man, man. Like, something's bigger than a check. And she also said that same thing. Like, Tati definitely said, like, you know, like, if he wanted money for a sponsorship, I could have given him money for a sponsorship. Yeah. It's a matter of you didn't I even think, think that's, to... I think that's what really hit home with me, right. is when she said that. And I was yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this really all... Like, is this yeah. all this really And the is thing about? is, like, they're both in the same business. Like... The exact same business. Exactly. Well, like, Tati's been in the business for years. Yeah. Her husband makes... Is in the industry as well that, like, makes deals and co- and contracts and understands the behind the scenes. Yeah. So she was really taking on this, like, active mother role with him. But, but I also feel like... That's her downfall a little bit, you know, I feel... Oh, 100%. But I feel like I... How many times can I say I feel? Um, <laughs> I really, like, recognize with Tati because that is who I am. I am that person who... You're very loving, I'm very nurturing. loving. And not just that. I get everybody involved. If I can help you... I'll, like, sell my mother's soul to help you. Like, I'm just that kind of person. And then when you, like, shoot me in the foot, I'm like, damn. Like, and the thing that hurts me is that I used all my resources to help you. Exactly. And you you weren't expecting anything back. No, but you couldn't even say thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the thing. Like, it's not like I'm expecting anything back, but it's, like, at least be thankful or have some sort of recognition that, like, I did it. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Just something to indicate that. Whatever this is between us is not a transactional situation. Exactly, because most relationships, you know, if you, it's supposed to be a genuine friendship, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be transactional. We shouldn't only be doing things in the sense of like money and businesses mm-hmm. involved. And I feel like that's where he took it. He took it as a very like business transactional. And that's the thing. Like even in his like uh, his videos, like I don't really think that he fully understood what he did. No, not at all. Because in his mind, showcasing the receipts is going to clear his name, and then people aren't going to be able to form such an opinion about him mm-hmm. because of what Tati said. Yeah. Because whatever Tati said was a lie. Mm-hmm. And him showcasing that was letting everybody else know, fuck her, she's lying, and on top of that, I, I'm going to clear my name because my image is important. Yeah. Forget what Tati said. And, like, I get that. I get you wanting to clear your name and everybody to see you in that light. But, honestly, it shouldn't even be about that if you guys are real friends. Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't even do that. I would call you and be like, bro, why would you make such a video about me? Yada, 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 yada. I thought we were cool. Clearly not. Is there even a point of this relationship even in continuing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm not trying to, like, if, I don't know, I'm different. I'm not trying to out you if I know the truth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to do you dirty in public if you do me dirty in public. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I, I when I was well, younger, I used to think that way, but now thing. I don't think that way. Because you're also the bigger person. Right. Well, and not even that. I realize there's no point in doing someone dirty in public. Just because they did you dirty. Absolutely. Um, if you have my number, why are we doing anything in public anyways? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I, I really don't understand it, but there's a lot to be said about supporting your friends. And I think this was just a big learning curve as to what happens behind the scenes of YouTube, Instagram. And business. All of and that. Friends business. And friends. And 
I feel like just take a moment and be grateful for who you have in your life and those people and what the quality that they bring to your life and and don't only promote them and whatever like exactly. that whenever it's in regards to you or it's only going to do you good exactly. you know what I mean like yeah it's not a transactional situation for sure no go all righty so as you guys have known Instagram has decided well Facebook has decided because Facebook owns it Facebook owns Instagram that they're going to get rid of likes and I shit. also, from my knowledge, right. just want to intro here. Talk I about it. I believe this is just a Canadian thing. Are you serious? I believe so. From what I read, it's just a Canadian thing. They're testing this out in Canada to see how it works. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, us Canadians well. over here. <laughs> actually, fucking because I, fe- I know, right? <laughs> also, like, I, it's. I really wanted to know how this was going to work because I'm sorry. Like, do you know how many people would like lose income from this? Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to show your analytics? But if you have a creator or a business account, you are able to see your numbers, which is really helpful because. Which uh, like, so it doesn't really screw up the business that way. It doesn't because that's, that was one of the hugest things is because when all this was going down, like I had so many campaign reports to do. Yes. And I was like, how am I supposed to be like 90% of the time, like you're doing things from an Instagram perspective. Exactly. And I was like, how am I supposed to be reporting like the metrics on all these posts if I can't even see them? Like now do I have to go to the creator and say, can you show me your analytics? And most people pay for that. Like a lot of fucking to, Yeah. To show <laughs> for like for a creator to give you their analytics, like you have to pay for that. And I was not about to fork over that money. money. That's, you know, and exactly. Instagram, Instagram has done a beautiful job at making it super easy for everyone to get a business account. If they want to, you can see your analytics right then and there. So it makes your life 10 times easier. It makes mm-hmm. everybody's life in the PR marketing side super easy. Mm-hmm. And so them deciding that they wanted to try out removing likes, everyone was a little bit of a, in a tailspin. I remember seeing like an article that this like famous in- influencer was like, I'm not going to use the platform anymore. If Instagram does this, then blah, blah, oh, blah. God. It's like, listen, we've been so conditioned to just be so reliant on validation from people we do not fucking know mm-hmm. that Instagram is a thing for people. Like it really is a bread and butter situation. Like everything I do is for this platform. And if this platform takes away the one thing that gives me validation to keep going and to keep taking the same pictures and videos, then I don't want to be a part of it, which is whack because oh, yeah. why, what happened to the whole Let's do this for fun thing. Let's be very visual. Let's be very creative. And I think that's why um, they decided to do that is because they found a lot of people were not being as creative as possible and weren't allowing their creative creativity to shine through because they were so worried about likes and it was causing things like anxiety and suicide. Oh, yeah. 100%. I definitely see where you're coming. And, like, this is why I feel like having a business account was kind of like meeting the man in the middle. Of course. Because now, like, people are still able to go about their business but at the same time, it doesn't always have to be about the numbers and the likes and the engagement. It can be more about me just posting a really cool picture and you just liking it. And not even that, like me not even seeing it and seeing, oh, these so I'm these not so and so lie, people though. like, like my I shit. sometimes am like nosy when I'm <laughs> creeping people and like because like on my personal account, like I don't see the numbers. No. So, when I'm like creeping, I'm like, I want to know how many how people. many likes this person. Has. Yeah, the comments though are a good indication of what what 
this whole thing could be. You know what I mean? Yes. I that's how I've been gauging it so far. <laughs> that that's I'm like, oh you got sixty four comments? Okay. Sixty four or like five hundred or shit. I'm like, okay, bitch. Mm-hmm. This definitely ha especially if it's like a video or something. Oh like, yeah. I know for sure if the comments are like a hundred plus, then clearly this video has some pull, but in your opinion, from like a PR background standpoint, as someone who manages a social media account, what do you think? Do you think this was a good move? Do you think it is going to help people like not worry about the numbers in the end of the day? Like, do you think? Do you think this is something that Instagram could move forward full force? Like, I don't know, like a year from now. I, I think. Yes, in the way that they have it now, because then, like I said, people are still able to go about their business, right? right? Like, I'm still able to do what I got to do. Influencers are still able to do what they got to do. Right. And then also, like, at the end of the day, influencers kind of do have that creative flow, whether they really want to. They're still creating content. Right. And they're still creating something beautiful or something that people like to look at. So... I would say, yeah. I mean, I feel like also, like, as an everyday person, you don't really have a say. You don't have that kind of pull in Instagram, right? Because you're not the one really making that much money off of Instagram. So, like, to you, like, you're just an everyday user. You share your life, share whatever it is. So, I feel like it... I think once people are still able to do their jobs, like, I'm still able to pull an Instagram and pull those metrics from somebody, and that influencer is also able to to, pro- to provide their um, content brand, they are still able to pitch themselves for business, I think it can continue. Do you think it makes any sense for people to be an influencer if, like, likes don't exist? Because if you really think about it, like, influencers get that title because i guess they influence people to do things or buy things Mm -hmm. or whatever that is yeah so if people don't know how much people are like liking their stuff but how do you know what kind of influence this person really even fucking has well that's the thing well okay but here that that's the thing so i'm just gonna use this as an example joe off of the street (laughs) joe off of the street can't see the influence the the influence that this person has might just see oh they have a hundred thousand followers doesn't know what they can do however me viewing from a business account me looking in i can see what this person can do for my client and why i should pay money for them to do branded content for me right do you know what i mean so in that case why why wouldn't you just like that wouldn't require a lot of people to be influencers then because if you're just looking for, like, certain people here and there to help you, why you would just continue using the same people over and over again, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. there wouldn't really be a need for such an influx of influencers of all different angles because you wouldn't need – because you wouldn't need that many people, but you know what I mean? But also you do have to think about it. Each brand is different, right? Okay, like, yeah. Like, you know, we have our curly-haired girls. Right, right, We right. have our black girls. Right. We have our – white girls <laughs> like we straight like hair girls, straight hair girls. girls exactly yes. like those already put girls into a category or influencers you yeah, know marketing I mean? already like, does that already yeah we have our uh, men's uh, hair care brand that already separates the men from the women right that separates the men with facial hair and the men that don't have facial hair it's just a lot and like right now even like i'm getting into campaigns where i have to geographically 
like compartmentalize which a lot of people don't like look at geographics yeah and not only that like i've had some like campaigns where they ask for specific types of girls just because they're targeting a specific type of audience yeah it is so it it really it comes back because at the end of the day we're playing the marketing game they want to see our roi right and we have to be able to deliver at the end of the day as much as i'd love to be able to send product like free product here there and everywhere Mm -hmm. at the end of the day they want to see what what the, what their dollar can get what their dollar can get for that situation exactly i think when it comes to like instagram and them making a change like that you know th- for like two seconds my brain was thinking oh this is not like a business decision this is like an actual decision that a company is choosing to make um that's based on the people instead of what they're just going to get out of it business-wise because of course like it's very important for businesses to have those analytics and be able to get those analytics but that's why they've allowed those businesses to get those analytics right but what i'm saying is i think them even deciding to choose to do something like this was something not made as a business choice but as a look a lot of people feel valid are feeling inferior or feeling insecure because of this platform mm-hmm. and Instagram was never meant to be this platform. No. Instagram was supposed to be this cute little fun thing that people would post pictures on and put it a was filter on it. Trying to be the new Facebook, but without the words. Yes. Which was, yeah, yeah. I would say that because when I was younger, I had, I had Facebook first. Yeah. And I remember too. and like, the amount of dumb Remember shit in the I would write dinosaur on my years <laughs> when <laughs> you would write on your friend's wall and, like and then you'd have friend anniversaries <laughs> and then if you needed to get in contact oh with somebody you'd write on their God. wall yeah, and be like yeah, hey yeah, yeah. you want to come like, back <laughs> or like reply on your wall uh, like something that somebody <laughs> said and like you just felt it it was it was such a a, a fun time oh my god you remember you remember time hop like have you ever used i that? don't even know what the hell oh that my is. god okay so do you time remember hop? used to poke people though <laughs> <laughs> now now it's waving now it's waving. now it's waving <laughs> but oh continue god. time hop. um okay time hop is an app that you can actually link all your social media to and it like kind of it's like memories like it just like oh, shows up so like let's say God. like today like five years ago nia you did this on facebook i don't want to see it it's so funny to just go through your history it. and i'm like oh, grade nine me was so dumb so dumb like, and what did I do? just like why <laughs> why was i even posting this on social media i don't even know but it's funny though because everybody was in that same boat like oh we yeah were all in that same crusty boat go like sailing across with my blackberry you know what i mean blackberry (laughs) bbm like all that like we were like everybody was in the same boat now it's different because if you don't have a pop in instagram by like grade eight like you're nothing like yeah forget it like lock it up like you know what i mean so i think in a standpoint what they were doing was a very human thing like we need to get (laughs) we need to get instagram back to kind of where it was where people didn't really feel the fucking need to like worry about things like likes and views but i feel like that. that is where the industry is going like that well yeah we can't help it but like for a brief second i yeah, thought wow it, it's definitely nice so I, fucking nice I mark just, zuckerberg I, i'm not gonna lie i feel a little offended that this was canadian only pointed. you know why because we're really like we're, we're in it but we're not like americans do everything like so over the top all yeah, the time okay but like 
also like if you're an influ- you're if you're an influencer in the U.S. and you have fifty thousand followers, like you're a nobody. Pretty much. over here, like they <laughs> demand money over here, and I'm like, excuse me. Yes, because the pull that Canadians have aren't as you know what I mean. It's not as much as it is in America. Like the, let's just call that what it is. Like we have a couple of the Canadian influencers that are like top tier, but like the majority of them either don't live here. We don't fucking know they're Canadian. They all migrated <laughs> to they all LA. They migrated to like LA. You know what I mean? And like, it, it's it's just a superficial world that we live in, unfortunately. But for a brief second, I had to applaud Instagram. Mm-hmm. I had to applaud Instagram for you know just you know taking one for the team and you know trying to bring it back. But I don't think it's gonna happen it's indefinitely. Not I don't think yeah. it's gonna happen indefinitely. Like, I'm way too fucking it, shallow now. Like can, you've already yeah. You've already ingrained that shit into me. It can work, but I just, I feel like in that sense, it's just going to turn people off. 100%. So, last topic on the docket is something I'm very excited to talk about. Mia is so passionate about this. I'm really passionate about it. Okay, take it away. Not that I'm passionate, but like, I really just have to get into it. If y'all have not seen Beyonce Homecoming. Do you hear this passion? Do you hear this passion? If you have not seen Beyonce Homecoming on Netflix... Find somebody's Netflix information and watch the documentary. It is so good. And I'm not even really I talking feel about the very attacked by me. It's not even here. being attacked. When I say the amount of effort and just all around put togetherness that that whole performance was, like I don't I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan, but I do have to give props where props is due. That whole documentary, her whole performance, I got emotional. I'm not even gonna lie to you. First ten you minutes, cried, didn't you? First ten minutes of the movie, I started crying, and my boyfriend was like, "What the fuck are you crying <laughs> for?" And I'm like, "This is history." You know what I mean? Like it was, it was definitely a really blackity black performance for me personally because Beyonce has always been known as that. You know, you know, as much as people love her, some people don't fucking like her because people feel like she did a lot of the the uh, other girls in Destiny's Child wrong or, like, you know, she took back Jay-Z's lying, cheating ass and shit. You know what I mean? Like, people have certain things about to say about her, but you can't knock the work ethic. And Tish hasn't seen the documentary. That's why I feel attacked sitting so, like, over here. I'm, only, I'm speaking out of, you know, I'm just speaking out of sure. I've watched sheer, her like, performance. I just haven't. I've seen the documentary twice. Where, oh, the, where have you been? Wow. My God. It's so good. You need to see it. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't even, like, you can't even. But it's like, about to burst into tears over here. But on top of that, you know, I'm just, I, as a black female, I was proud of the performance because she didn't shy away from what, um, what the history of, like, HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities, she didn't shy away from any of that. You know what I mean? She embraced all of that. And I'm all for women who are black or who claim themselves as black or whatever showcasing that all of that history and love and culture and everything they do on a grand scale because nine times out of ten you'll find a lot of black women will like they'll be afraid to like talk about that side of their culture because they don't want to come off as like oh i'm so black blah blah i have to fit into these white spaces but also it can get very political too it can be and i don't think beyonce gives a shit about being political anymore like she's she she's like if i'm not political what am i really doing here like but the way that she comes out as political right just to me is not questionable 
No. You know what I mean? It's like, like yes, hot yeah, sauce in my bag. Exactly. I think yes. she she does it in such <laughs> subtle ways that it's like you're good at this and you pull the like a statement and what you're good at together into one so it doesn't seem like one you're attacking anybody right. and two it doesn't seem like you're trying to push your influence and your say onto other people. No, you're which, like embracing Exactly. And that's what I love and that's what I think makes such a great statement. 100%. Is that she, she didn't even have to say anything. At all. Like, her performance just spoke for itself. Yeah. The people she had in her camp spoke for themselves. And to me, my voice cracked there, ill. Um, I just, to me, it was very just, it was eye-opening to see because, like I said, you do not see that. You do not see black women specifically who get an opportunity like that and really just knock it out of the park. First of all, they're not even getting the opportunity. So the fact that someone like her got the opportunity and really knocked it out of the park and said, this is, this is me. I'm laying everything out on the table. I'm laying it out for myself. I'm laying it out for my family. I'm laying it out for the people who have come before me and the people who are in my camp who are amazing dancers, musicians, singers, everybody. It was a group effort. Like, it was Beyonce, yes. Like, she was the fucking main, like, headliner. But Mm -hmm. it was a group effort. And at no point did I feel like I wasn't a part of what this was. And, like, it's kind of corny to fucking say that. And, like, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, that's not me. Mm -hmm. But I really felt like, wow. Like, that's some fucking hardcore shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, when you really get an opportunity to fucking show out, show up and show out. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. And I think because she also made such a statement in a time where that communication can be lost. 100%. If it's not being sent by the right messenger. Yeah. And I'm not saying Beyonce's always the right messenger because she doesn't, she doesn't, she's not that person. Yeah. She's not that, like, Black Lives Matter, like, picket, protest kind of person. That's the thing because, like, Beyonce on her own is just, and this is why I think my intrigue to her is because she's not like one of those celebrities to come out and like shit like put shit in her mouth you know what i mean like she comes out and she stands out and she works her ass off to do so one and two like she's not a part of the drama like she takes herself out of hollywood she takes herself out of the situation and she's there just doing what she does best and that's all she's there for and i I'm here for it. And I respect it. I respect the hell out of that. You can't help. You can't not respect somebody who just is here on this earth to do a craft and just does their craft. Yeah. Exceptionally. Yeah. Like if you're a singer, I'm not going to lie. Like she's, she's a human. Like she's flawed. Like I'm sure there are things that she does that, Many people will not agree with, but you know what? She's not here for all of that. She's not here to show personality. She's here to do, like you said, her craft, and she's here to do what she does best and put her her little spin on it, and thank you, good night, goodbye. (laughs) Exactly. It's very much like, thank you, good night, I love you, I'm out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she doesn't linger. I said what I had to say. This is it. This is it. And like- I feel like Rihanna is a very similar person like that. Like, yes, Rihanna is not the type of person to shy away from, like, necessarily, like, controversy. Like, if someone claps claps at her, she definitely claps back. But she's another person who just, like, is in her own lane doing her thing. She's one of those people that is not going to let somebody tell her what to do. No. 
one and before two, she does that she just does her own fucking thing exactly that's the thing like she just does her own fucking thing like she just drops a clothing line just drops, drops a makeup a line and like, is one of the first women to get a house in that whole um louis vuitton lmvh kind of situation anyway oh, yeah. you know what i mean like that in itself is inspiring not that i'm saying like every bitch is going to be out here getting you know a house at louis vuitton but what i'm saying is re is i'm saying re as if i know her but <laughs> she's moving in a way that's like how do you not find that commendable yeah like as a as a brown-skinned woman as a black woman as whatever how do you not find that commendable like she is a singer who decided that she wanted to get into beauty which a lot of people do and it doesn't really do well Mm -hmm. and And especially she wanted to get into beauty for darker deeper skin tones and that is that representation yeah and that is weren't doing it and that is something that can go so wrong so quick 100 and especially with her name on it i really do respect that she was able to really stick that out and do it really well and, and mean, not just make it about, like, I'm Rihanna, I have a makeup line. It's it like, wasn't no, about her at, at all. all. It's like, she is the cool person. This isn't about her. Mm-hmm. This is about everyone around her who needs that, who needs this makeup line to really feel like, yes, I am beautiful. Because companies always love to, they love to say, oh, we added this person in because we needed diversity. Oh, yep. we added this in because we... It's not about that. Like, people in this day and age, people fucking know when they're being pandered to. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to be pandered to. I'm tired of being a token. I'm tired of being your diversity Mm write-off. Rihanna has said to herself, like, this isn't about being a diverse makeup brand. This is about saying, yo, like, all women are fucking beautiful and deserve to have all shades of foundation that that they can choose from. Mm -hmm. Like, people like to say, oh, it's just makeup. It's not. It's the beauty industry yeah. is huge. The amount of emotion and the amount of everything that is represented about beauty, the amount of stuff that's even just like surrounded when it comes to beauty, mm-hmm. it takes a lot on a, on a woman specifically. So just to even diminish that and say like, you know, she doesn't need it because she's already naturally beautiful. It's like, bitch, like, no, like, <laughs> that, like, these makeup companies would not be billions of dollars if it was about all about natural beauty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's about showcasing that all types of women. Uh, but also, like, don't get me wrong. I'm here for, you know, loving who you are and loving right. your skin that you are right. in. A hundred percent. You shouldn't change But you should be able the to love way. the skin you're in in a foundation that matches you. And that's where yeah. Fenty comes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have to feel like I'm out of the loop. Because a company didn't decide to get, you know, make a product that works for me. And I'm just supposed to accept that. Yeah. Like, I'm not. No, 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 no. This, and is, I think, this is a makeup game. And I think that really bothers me about dominating brands in the industry mm-hmm. is because you don't speak to all these women. No. You know what I mean? And you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't care to because you feel like you've established that brand and you've established. But then it just kills me when they want to target the everyday woman. And I'm like, do, what you, e- do you even know what the everyday no. woman looks well, like? Well, the everyday woman is white for them. Yeah. And she is working. She's successful. She works nine to five Monday through Friday. She goes out on the weekend. <laughs> you know, she might have a boyfriend, might not. And it's like, that's not a reality no. for a lot of women. Yeah. You know, it is. It is definitely a a reality that's attainable and women do fit that narrative but 
you know, that's not something that you continuously need to pander towards. Obviously, it's a beauty. It's the beauty industry. So they're obviously going to showcase the prettiest of the prettiest women. But what Rihanna decided to do was she's like, listen, this beauty thing, it's different for everybody. Everybody feels pretty at different levels of their lives. People feel pretty with acne. People feel pretty with um, hyperpigmentation. People feel pretty, you know, when, I don't know, they're just wearing, I don't know, like moisturizer or some shit like that on their face. Some people feel pretty when their face is beat to the gods. It's it's about showcasing that, yeah, there's, there's room for all of y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a, I'm not just trying to fit into one thing. This is for everybody. This is for the girls who like the eyeshadow. This is for the girls that like the, the colorful highlighters. This is for the girls that like, you know, really glossy lips. This is for the girls that, you know, really love ease. You know what I mean? Like, she, she that whole, the, everything that Fenty does, I'm very biased because I love Fenty Beauty. And for in my own, like, the way that I see it as, they're a brand who really just are on the pulse when it comes to what people are looking for. And they're not doing anything fucking revolutionary. Because no. companies have made, you know, fa- shades of foundation and had, like, big shades and shit like that. Like Absolutely. She, she's not creating anything that's revolutionary But I all. think that she's making something diverse. And she's making a company that dedicated to that. And I think yes. that's the difference. And not dedicating to diversity in a... No, dedicating the, se- the fact to celebrating all different kinds of colors of women. Right. And I think that is what is really key to her brand. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, like, we have 15 shades for white women and some for tan. And look at us. We're going so far in life. It's like, no, like, let me make a black skin woman the poster child for my brand. Of course. Revolutionary, which is really sad that we're in 2019 and that's revolutionary. That's that's the key turning point. But you know what? It had to be done. And I was, I'm really glad that it had to be done by somebody like her. You know what I mean? Which I never saw it coming. I you know, never saw like, it coming either. I never saw, like, the ease of that coming. But she has definitely paved the way for, like, anybody celebrity now that really wants to, like, be a part of that. Like, recently I saw that, um, I think it's Priyanka Chopra. She is, like, partnering with this, like, skincare brand or this makeup brand to, like, be a part of their inclusion diversity team or something like yeah. that. Because it's a real thing. Like, people do not like, want to be left out. Like, people want to spend their money. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was, like, a huge thing for me when she came. Well, actually, she's been over here, grew up in Boston. Right. Miss Priyanka. Miss Priyanka. But when she went into the show Quantico with her Indian accent, and she was in a cast of mostly white people, mm-hmm. I felt so proud that she was in that cast. You know and what I mean? And she was a star. And like she, she was, was the star. star. Like, yeah. 100%. That made me proud, like, to see somebody of color in that kind of role. And killing it. And killing it. And doing a really good job. And exactly. Like, they always love to say that these people are the token. But they can only fit into this but one this category. Is, but this is the revolutionary thing. And I think this is what is changing. And also, this is what um, I actually saw Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, yeah, mm-hmm. she, um, she out. just, she, yeah, she's yeah. a new movie out, and I was watching, I was watching somebody's <laughs> vlog, I think it was Estee, <laughs> okay, got um, you. she went to the premiere, I want to say, Ooh, and okay. basically Olivia was saying that this new generation of women are demanding what they want, 100%. and they're not saying no, mm-hmm. and that's the difference, they're not understanding the no, they're not understanding that, oh, you need to take a seat. 
they're standing up and they're demanding what they want and where they want to go. And that's the difference between this generation and the past generation. Yeah, before women had to, like, we they, they had to fit into that because men were, were the ones making decisions. Absolutely. And now it's, like, not even a question. Like, it's, like, foreign to children to really understand, <laughs> oh, like, he's a guy. I can do the same thing. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? They, it's, it's just – and that is what I love about this generation and what is to come. Right. And all of this change to come is to put those uh, minorities at the front. At the forefront. At the and forefront. not make it so, like, we're a company that's been owned by white people and have always shown white people for years. Yeah. But we're going to just throw this person of color, this Asian person, this black and person And call in. it a day. We did our due, due diligence. Nah, dude. No, that's not no. how it works. And, no. you know... I love that everybody that is, is now calling out everybody if they notice some bullshit. Oh, like, absolutely! Everybody is calling out ev- anything, commercials, beauty, like posts, YouTube videos, YouTube ads you see in the fucking newspaper. Like nobody, it's no short of calling people out, especially when it comes to showcasing diversity, specifically when it's comes when it's coming to women. Women are not. We're not silent anymore. No. I mean, we're over it. We're done. Like, I don't, we don't care if you're not comfortable. We don't care if it's going to make you, you know, think twice about the decisions you made. No. Women have decided, listen, the reason any of y'all are here is because of a woman anyway. <laughs> you have a, you have a mom. She had, she had to give birth to your ass. So how do you think that this is your, that you're running the show? I've always said it. Women, we're the, we're the best. I think women are the best. Sometimes we can be a little catty. But for the most part, we are at the forefront of everything. So the fact that sometimes we even feel coward toward a man. Is or like, we feel the need to take a backseat to All a man. the time. I'm like, why? Like, we're here. We're, like, we're literally holding this shit together. Mothers hold shit together. We give those men the opportunities to be these strong alpha people who can whatever. And if you're a mom or something like that and you're – and, I mean, I'm not – I don't have kids or anything like that, but – all I'm saying Are is, you sure? Yeah, don't even. <laughs> um, I'm all I'm saying is, you know, you have to know as a woman the power that you hold. And even if you have those moments where you feel like, oh, I'm not feeling my best one day or whatever, like, just know you're the shit at all different angles. You don't have to necessarily be a Beyonce. You don't have to be a Rihanna. You don't even have to be a fucking Priyanka, bro. You just be you at all points in time. Mm-hmm. And know, especially if you're a woman who is black, brown, Asian, whomever, that your voice, your perspective is needed and it matters. And specifically when it comes to black women, like a lot of the things that are happening now are because of things that we decided to pave the way for, whether it be style, whether that be, uh, you know, I don't know, nails, wigs, hair. I mean, I said, you know, I said hair and wigs at the exact same time. But anything that when it comes down to just being, like, cool and hip at the forefront, like, the fact that a Beyonce is, like, universally loved by everybody, not just black women, is crazy to me and amazing at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Because she, Beyonce, at this point in her career, is being unapologetically a black female at all points in time. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Rihanna. She is not feeling the need to to pander 
to a lot of people who aren't like you know what I mean? But I also, again, like, I feel like the pull to these women is they unapologetically do what they have to do and what they feel is and right. They, they're, gritty, they're really good they're at really it. They're really good at it, one. And two, like, you just got to respect the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're not being catty. They're not out here in all sorts of drama, like, cheating, whatever like scandals. scandalized people ever. Exactly. So I think when when you have that kind of personality and that view on society, you have no choice but to respect the hell out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Most, because they always try to paint women in this, like, weird box. Like, Absolutely. oh, you're catty, oh, you're Absolutely. emotional, oh, you're this and that. It's like, no, I'm over here. But I'm not going to lie. A lot of women do give them the opportunity, what and that's that? why they but, like, get... like, being us? Like, we're, like, we, we are emotional, emotionally charged creatures. We are. But I think it just also depends when you're in the spotlight. It's a different ballgame. Right. Well, yeah. It's, you, it's know, you can't be wilding out here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be wilding when you're Rihanna. I mean, you could, probably. You probably couldn't get shit. away with it. Like, come on. <laughs> and just, like, being random. But, I mean, I, like you said, you can't help to respect the hustle out of these women. And it just, I had to say something today because there's just... I just see continuous excellence coming from, like, these women, like, in all aspects, and it's super inspiring for me. Not that I think I'm going to become the next Beyonce Rihanna because that's just not my lane, but it makes me feel like, wow, you know, like, there are women who are on top, and they obviously had to fight tooth and nail to get here. Obviously, they're at a point in their lives where they feel happy. I feel like you should make your own makeup line. Ooh, you know I've thought about it. I but like it's like really hard. Like makeup I know. is like makeup is when you're making makeup, it's like fucking like no fucking joke. You know I know. I mean? But I feel like that's <laughs> something you will come to on your own terms and I feel like that will be your end all be all goal. I mean like I, I think one day it will just click and you'll just work towards it and you'll be like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I'm gonna I'm invest my money yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna make change. I would love to. Like not even like to follow the mold of anybody, but just No, even not be, like, to really follow the mold, but just to do your own thing and pave your own path. And of yeah. course, like that's gonna take time and that's gonna take energy and energy. that's gonna take money. But but it can be done. It can be done. It and I think done. one day you will get there. Dude. And you too. I'm uh, telling you, like, boss-ass bitch right in front of me to oh hear people. Boss-ass bitch running things, running things. <laughs> like, well, remember we joked that, like, I don't know if we were going to go to business together or you were going to have your thing and I was going to be I your know. employee or some shit like that. I like, know. <laughs> I know. I would work for but you. you know, <laughs> I would work for you 100%. Please, hire me. We'll make this happen one day. <laughs> one, one day. Um, You know what? what was totally off topic, but it's so funny because – I always said this in school because I had such a good core group of girls that I could work with. We, we were like, we were friends, but we weren't like really close friends. But these girls knew their shit. Like they had their shit together. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just inspiring all, to be around. It's so inspiring to be around. And like we were all like interested in different aspects, like from sports to beauty to media. And like it just seemed like such a great idea. I was like, if like shit hits the fan, like I'm down to start my own company with these ladies. Like, it's just like, do you know how much of a boss ass move that could be? 100%. You because like I mean? women are not expected to do that together. Like yeah. it's a very like, you're just on your own. Yeah. Caddy, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. No, like women can come together and work together. Fine. A hundred percent. We just, you know, you just got to get, we just have to be all on the exact same page and yeah. just forget about all the other shit 
and just remember we're stronger together than we are apart. Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, and, yeah. like, there's this weird thing that, like, men have, like, tried to I put feel into. Like, I feel like that's what really, like, empowered me is that, like, you don't need a man to do this. And you know well, what? Well, you don't need a man for anything. Yeah. You, you could you could want them to be in your life and you could yeah. want them for whatever reason, but you don't really need them. You don't need them. And like it, there's just something being like so powerful about like these women that like know where they want to go and know where they want to be. And it's just like, I want to I, I want to do I that. I want to be level. Yeah, I want to get to that level. And not just that, like, I love being in your presence. You know, yes, what I mean? it's like because it empowers you to do the same. Yes, I love it. Alrighty, well that's our podcast. That's our show. That is us. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This was here. fun. Tish, thank you. Oh, thank for putting you. Putting up with my yeah. late having ass. Oh my god! <laughs> thank you for coming all the way here just to do this. I appreciate. I your wasn't time. doing anything else. <laughs> but like in the best way possible. I don't mean like <laughs> I wasn't doing anything else. So this is the only thing I was gonna do. No, I was literally waiting all day for this. Aww. <laughs> We have the best conversations. We do. I love doing this. But thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to hit us up on social. Let us know what you think. And we will try to be back as soon as we can. As soon as we fucking can. As soon as we can. No no promises. But we'll definitely try to do this uh, more often once we get into a flow of things. A flow. Yeah. So until next time, thanks so much for listening. Peace out, guys.